Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 5, How I Build My Week I feel like getting down to the nitty-gritty today. I will always be talking about the big ideas around managing your mind to live a better life, but today I want to drill down and explore some practical actions you can take to change it, to change your life. Whether you're going for a huge transformation or just interested in some tweaks to improve your routine, this is probably the episode for you. I've been thinking about what has contributed to the success that I've experienced over the past year or so and what practical strategies I could give you that worked for me. Uh, People have asked me, no, but what actually did you do that helped you change your life? And so... I thought I'd give you some ideas. The number one thing that I have done that has made huge changes in my life is what I like to call building my week. This is a process that I go through before I begin every work week. And I got to tell you, I get so excited to do it every week. I get started and frankly find my motivation by thinking about future me. So I'm at the beginning of my work week, and I start asking questions. Like, how can I be nice to future me this week? What is going to make Wednesday Michelle grateful to Sunday Michelle for doing? Seriously, when you get started building your week, think ahead to future you. With that intention, you can really customize what building your week strategy works for you because it's going to look different for everyone. This is a process that's been huge for me. One thing I've learned is that change and improvement doesn't land in your lap, folks. You don't wake up and just greet success in the kitchen when you go in for your morning cup of coffee. Change happens when you change your habits. Let me say that again. Change happens when you change your habits. If you get anything from this episode, please remember this. You are responsible for your life. And frankly, that is great news. That's great news. You know why? Because that means that you can move and adapt and evolve to make things better. You can create habits that alter the course of your life. It can be overwhelming when we want to make big strides and see immediate major improvement, Uh, but we need to sit back and think about breaking down those big goals into smaller habits that we can do every week. It's called building your week, and frankly, that is building your life. Over time, that's building your life. I really get the fact that Wanting big changes in your life and not knowing where to start can be very overwhelming. And that's why I wanted to share my strategy, the simple building your week strategy 
so that you can maybe adapt it to what works for you and start to see little changes happen uh, because you made little changes in your habits. For me, I've not found some big secret that I can reveal to you other than the fact that I like to break down my goals into little steps that I can take. One foot in front of the other. Period. It's that simple. I really can't stress this enough, so we will be talking about microhabits in a future episode for sure. This will be a recurring theme because of how it's changed my life. But specifically today, I want to talk about building your week. My hope is that maybe by sharing the process that I go through to plan my week and every morning to plan my day, you'll be inspired to do something similar that works for you. Please hear me on this, though. This is not meant to be some elaborate thing that you create and you get excited for in the beginning, and then you dread and feel guilty if you don't do it. So as we go through what I do, please keep in mind that uh, what works for you might not work for someone else, and what works for me might not work for you. It's an experiment. So as I go through my weekly and daily routine, please keep in mind that it's not a comparison. Please don't compare and try to think about what might work for you. Okay, let's get down to it. I'm excited because this is something I really look forward to every week. So with my future self in mind, I sit down the day before my week begins and get my head wrapped around my schedule. So what I used to do is try to truly enjoy my weekend and avoid thinking about the week ahead. And then I'd wake up on Monday morning and feel not prepared, totally dreading my week. And it was a terrible way to start my week. So now I sit down and I think about what's my schedule going to be like. I look at my calendar and I think about what might be challenging. I, I immediately look for challenges. Instead of dreading what's coming up, I spend this time preparing, which ends up making me pumped for the next week of living, y'all. It's changing your thinking around this upcoming week, changing your mindset. So changing your thoughts while you're changing your habits, framing the week in the way that you want it to be. So I sit down and I go over my calendar, keeping in mind and knowing that things will come up that I can't control, but many things I can. Okay, so what appointments or meetings do I have? What is the major theme of this week? I kind of try to frame the week. What is the theme of this week? Do I have a big project that I need to do some daily work on? What's going on uh, socially? Is there anything that might put a wrench in my long-term healthy plans for myself? If there's some social events, what's the timing and can I plan a meal before? Are there healthy options where I'm going? Are there any points in this week's schedule that are out of the norm? Are there any times for rest? How can I build in some balance? Seriously, mentally going through my week ahead of time with a calendar is so helpful to me. It seems very simple, but for me it's helped huge. So I'm turning that dread into excitement. 
It's not only helpful, but directly related to how prepared I feel to nail this week. And because of that, how happy I am heading in. I ask, how can I bring some joy into this week? That has become something that I've really asked every week. How can I bring some joy into this? How can I look right into that this week and all the responsibilities I have and bring joy to my work? Side note, I use a panda planner for this. Have you heard of panda planner? If you haven't, go look at it because I'm obsessed. Uh, I'll link to their website in the show notes. And no, they're not paying me. Um, I wish they were. But no, they're not paying me. But I am obsessed with this planner. It is a mix of journal, calendar, organizer. I map out my month, my week, and the details of every day. And when I'm talking details, I talk about water, when I'm drinking water, (laughs) to remind myself, but we'll get more into that. But a word to the wise, this takes some time to do. I take time before my week starts, and I also take some focused time every single morning to do some mapping and some day mapping. This has made a huge difference in my confidence in myself. Yep. You might be thinking, seriously, a planner helps build your confidence? And my answer is an emphatic yes. Absolutely. But to get results, you have to take and make the time to do this. So just a word to the wise. Again, I'm not suggesting that you should get a panda planner or do this yourself, but I'm telling you what I do and how it's made a change in my life. I just really don't want to encourage folks to do stuff that is going to cause even more dread or guilt about later. I've seen this happen so much in myself and in my, and my friends and family where you start something, you're passionate, and then you let it go and you feel guilty and you're worse than when you started. So when you're thinking about doing this for yourself, Ask the question, is this sustainable? Will I continue to do this over time? One thing that helped me with this was that I decided when I started that it didn't have to be perfect or look pretty. So many times I've started journals and calendars and planners that uh, I created perfectly and made it beautiful, and I don't have time to do that every day. So deciding on that beforehand when I started this in my life really helped. So check out Panda Planner. If your gut says, yeah, but really um, just do this with a calendar. You can do it with a piece of paper. Please, please don't let not having a brand new shiny planner be one of the excuses that you use to not get started. It's not necessary. We find so many excuses and reasons why we should start next week, Um, but they're only good for procrastinating uh, and frankly, letting yourself down, y'all. Don't let yourself down. Be nice to your future self. Keep your promises to yourself. That's something to think about. How important it is to keep your promises to yourself. Okay, so after really going through my calendar and identifying how things generally will go this week, I start thinking about what I'm going to eat. Food can be such a stressor all around, so I think about it. What's on the menu this week? Meal prep has been very important to me for many reasons. 
it sets up a structure that sets me up for success in my goal of healthy living. I mean, talk about being nice to your future self. I can't think of a better way than preparing beautiful food for myself with love. You are so much more likely to make awesome, healthy choices if you plan and prepare your nutrition in advance. Again, thinking about being nice to your future self. Meal prep looks different for everyone, though. Some folks prep only their work food, which is like me. Some prep every meal. Uh, some folks only plan their dinners for the week so that they don't have to think about it after they come home from a long day of work. In my opinion, any planning is better than none. You can totally make this your own, and you should. Make it work for you. If you approach it with curiosity and experiment, I have so much fun with my meal prep recipes. A lot of times it works, and I create meals that I love, and other times, well, I learned that that recipe either doesn't work for me, like it doesn't feel good in my body or it doesn't fill me up or it fills me up too much, or I simply don't think it's yummy. So if you approach it with curiosity and experiment, it makes it fun. My meal prep process starts with research. Having my calendar in mind, I look all over the internet for inspiration and in recipes. This takes some time um, because I, I really like to get creative with it. I like to see what other people are doing. I like to adapt their recipes. Um, and I also think about what I've made recently and how that worked for me. What works for me is to plan and prep all of my breakfasts and lunch that I'll have at work. And I often have an idea of like what I want for one of those weekly meals. And then I'll scour for recipes for the other meal. Or I just pull from an old standard recipe that I've used before and that I love. It gets easier over time because you'll build up an arsenal of recipes that you can pull from and you don't have to spend all that time researching. I gotta say this, meal prep does not have to take all day either. Please don't use that notion as an excuse to bail on the whole idea. Sometimes I whip together simple meals using awesome shortcuts. Hello, a rotisserie chicken. Other times I savor the process and slowly create these meals on a Sunday. But sometimes I'm not in the mood and I find a shortcut. So that's what I do with meal prep. I've added some of my recipes to get you started on fightforyourself.net. So you can go check that out. I'll be adding to those all the time. But I've got five recipes for you to check out over there to get you started if you need some inspiration. And I'll continue to add to that. Fightforyourself.net is still in its infancy, but I'm starting to build some resources on there for you all to get inspiration. So keep checking it out because it'll be updated frequently. Another thing that I plan for in the upcoming week when I'm building my week is exercise. I ask questions like, what's the weather going to be like? Can I get outside and move? Or maybe I'll try a new class this week. Or where can I plan for a walk or some gym time? Planning movement is so nice to your future self. When things get stressful and hectic next week, you won't have to make decisions about when you're going to get some exercise. Why? Because you already planned it. 
Getting consistent movement for my body has been the major catalyst for improving my mental health, my brain function, my clarity, even work productivity. Pushing my body clears my mind and it's obviously great for my health. So building my week to include moving in whatever way works for you is a must in my opinion. Simply put, it makes me feel better. So I make it part of my plan. I want to say that again. It makes me feel better. So I make it part of my plan. I plan it just like I do the food because I don't want to have to make those decisions later when I'm stressed, when I'm tired, when I'm hangry. I want to be nice to my future self. I want to be nice to my future self who doesn't want to have to make that decision on a Tuesday night after a long day of work. It's in the plan, which I've created with so much thought and love, so I know I'll go. So we've talked a lot about building your week beforehand and being nice to future you. Again, accounting for the fact that there will be bumps in the road, but that we've got a good structure in place for success. I want to mention another practice that I do to manage myself during the week that has made a huge impact on my happiness and my growth. Have you all read The Miracle Morning yet by Hal Elrod? This little book changed my life, and that says a lot, but it's true. Again, Hal did not pay me to say this on my podcast, but I find it to be so important in my life that I want to share it with you. The Miracle Morning is a book that encourages you to take the time for self-development in the morning. I started this practice and I try to approach it from a place of worthiness. I keep it in my mind. I'm worthy. It's basically I get up for a practice because I'm worth it. I clear the crud out of my brain when I wake up in the morning that says, stay in bed, don't do this, and I get up. I know there'll probably be some resistance to you all about this because we love to sleep in and procrastinate. But is that serving us? So many times when I don't get up with the alarm because I'm sleepy, I actually regret it. You know why? Because I didn't give myself time to wake into the day, to get my mind right so that I can be my best self. It usually ends up with sleeping longer on a Thursday morning and then waking up in a panic, which is like the worst way to wake up ever. Rushing around, tripping over things, can't find my keys, then I finally get out of the house and I'm stuck in traffic, stressed out beyond measure. That is no way to start the day, folks. It really isn't. We have to think further than just that moment. It sets the tone for everything. Is that extra half hour or hour of sleep worth it? Well, sometimes it is. Sometimes it really is. But most times, at least for me, it's spent waking up and checking the clock, going back to sleep. It's like staccato sleep. It's sleep, wake, sleep, wake. And it's so not refreshing. It's just starting your day with stress, which is no bueno. So this is what my miracle morning looks like. Yours can look different as long as you get up and dedicate a little time to personal development before you start your day 
then I think you're setting yourself up to have a pretty awesome day. <laughs> so this is what my morning, my miracle morning looks like. I get up early, pretty darn early. Uh, and I stumble out into my kitchen and I drink a full glass of water as fast as I possibly can to hydrate my brain. Hal Elrod in this book talks about how you're, you're dehydrated because you've spent eight hours or whatever um, time sleeping and your body's dehydrated. So I guzzle a big glass of water first thing. Then I spend five minutes of silence in meditation and breathing. I breathe in and out loudly. And I set the timer for five minutes, either on my Fitbit or just a regular timer. And I close my eyes and breathe. It helps focus my mind. I let the thoughts come and I let them go as best I can. As soon as I catch myself thinking about something, I focus on my breathing. And I see this as clearing the crud, clearing out my messy mind for the day. If you're new to meditating, as I was, I encourage you to approach it with compassion for yourself. Thoughts will come in and just let them go. I see people get hung up on the fact that they're not a good meditator. But that's just you're just creating a story around that. Sit there for five minutes in silence or with breath sound. And often I'll just say, breathing in, I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful for this day. Over and over. And you can't help but feel better. So for five minutes, I do that. Then I spend five minutes of writing. Anything. I often start with gratitude for what I'm feeling right in that moment. And then I do a thought download to get more of the crud out. So I just let my brain come through my fingers and I just write, 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 write. I set up a notebook where I'll be doing my morning practice and I just write, 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 write for five minutes. It helps so much. I found that the more I've been doing this, the more I write. So the more I write, the more I write. And it's really great at getting more of the mental crud out and getting down to uh, what you were really thinking. Then I spend five minutes of affirmations. Um, these are personal, specific, confident messages that I've written that I want to believe about myself, a vision that I can see for myself, and I say them quietly out loud in my living room all by myself, and I feel silly, and then I feel awesome. So I encourage you to try it. I've written out very specific things for myself, so I won't suggest affirmations for you, but I can tell you that I approach affirmations with a vision of a confident, enlightened, successful Michelle, and I write sentences that reflect that, and then I say them out loud. So what does that look like for you? Are you willing to be silly to build that confidence in yourself in the morning? Next, I do some visualizations. So I picture how I want things to be in my life, how I want that day to be over and over and over. And I just close my eyes and I visualize 
how awesome today's going to be or how awesome life is going to be in six months. I just picture it. Very specific details. And I've had a lot of fun with this visualization. For some reason, it comes really fast for me. And I just close my eyes and picture how I would love my life to be. So try it. And finally, I do five minutes of reading a self-development book of some kind. Just five minutes. So I often pick up one that I've already read. I have it next to my journal. So I've written out on my journal and then I've got my book right next to it. And I turn to any page and read for five minutes. And this has really helped me synthesize um, the information that I read before in bulk when I read the whole book and gives me something to think about. So I, I focus in on one little area and I read for five minutes and it gives me something to think about and my brain to chew on all day. So that's what my miracle mornings look like. What could your miracle morning look like? What could you do in the morning by taking time for self-development. How could that change your life? I know it's changed mine. And that after a while, the practice of getting up earlier to dedicate time to yourself becomes easier. In fact, I've kind of looked forward to it. I feel like I have this little secret magic pre-dawn time and that is changing my whole life. It's harder at first, but so worth it. You really are worth taking the time every morning. And frankly, I've only become to realize that about myself just by practicing it. If it sounds tough to you, try a shortened version. Maybe you just get up 20 minutes early and sit silent for five minutes and visualize an awesome day or whatever works for you. Try to imagine that you're setting yourself up for whatever life throws your way that day. You can handle it. Building my week has made a huge change in my life. And I hope maybe hearing what I do will inspire you to do it yourself and find something that, that works for you. I believe we can reduce the amount of hectic drama in our lives by simply thinking and planning ahead. And most of all, managing our thinking as we head into our week or our day. Sure, things happen, they always do, that cause stress and upheaval, um, but that's life. How we prepare and choose to think about those things makes all the difference in the quality of it and how we react to things. I really believe that it is so important to build a practice of approaching your week or the day with forethought and the premise that you are worthy enough to keep your promises to yourself. Repeat after me. I am worthy enough to keep my promises to myself. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes. Share our Insta posts and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews and iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because I have so much more to say. <laughs>